Welcome to Episodes Television. I'm your host, Donald. We are, uh, we're finishing up Season 3. Your pretty face is going to hell today. It was an interesting ride, I gotta admit. It was, it was pretty interesting. Um, had some workplace romance, um, some challenges, some deals, wheeling and dealing. Uh, we had a new, uh, a new demon. A lot of, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of, well, a couple controversial things, but that's nothing new to this show. Um, through different episodes, there have been different instances of things I didn't want to talk about, and a little bit of that today, but I'm still just going to, I'm going to do my job in podcast. In other news, we, well, not we, but I started a Discord, so, um, you know, everybody can chat or whatever. I started a Discord so that you, the listeners, can talk to me and and to each other about the the different shows or just general questions, uh, just things like that. You know, I'm, I'm tired of saying I'm looking for guests and co-hosts. I say it every podcast. Uh, I tell everybody to, to write me at the email. I don't get that. So I'm just not going to say that shit anymore. I'm just fucking over it. So you can email me. You can talk to me on Discord. You can be a guest. You don't have to be a guest. You can write me. You don't have to write me. I don't really give a shit. I'm trying to be interactive with the listeners and that's why I'm doing these things. As a, as a hint as to why I do that. I'm trying to be interactive. I know I sound like an asshole. I've been watching a lot of House. And the assholeness has been rubbing off on me big time lately. I'm not gonna lie. Alright, so... Let's get back to hell, and no, I don't mean the 2020 U.S. presidential election. I'm talking about actual hell where the demons aren't as corrupt. We're going to start with the episode, Eddie the Demon. Alright, so at the end of the, the tortured episode, or torture, um, we saw that Troy got demoted from a demon to a tortured and that's where this picks up. It's like a two-parter without being a two-parter. Like, it, it's not like, to be continued, or... No, nothing like that. It just kind of rolls with the storyline. And... Was it this episode? No, it's... Is it the next episode? Yeah, it's the next episode I thought should have came earlier in the season. Anyway, uh, Gary is supposed to be making a Troy waffle. Uh, he has Troy on a joint waffle maker, and Troy's arguing about their needing to be batter or, or not. And Gary said that Troy is the batter, and Troy says that he's the flavor, not the batter. So he needs to get batter to pour on there and then put, like, smush smush him into the batter with the, with the waffle maker to make the Troy waffle. Eddie sticks his head up out of ground because 
Gary's supposed to be doing two tortures, Troy Waffle and burying Eddie. Eddie tells Gary that Troy's just trying to get out of it. Tells Gary that he needs to just smash the waffle iron down. And he tells Troy to shut up because it's not his business to tell Gary what to do. And after some coaching from Eddie, while he's trying to bury himself, uh, Satan shows up. And he's like, you need some batter on the waffle iron. That's how you make the Troy waffle. Troy's not the batter. And he sees that Eddie has buried himself up to his head and put flowers by him, by himself. And Satan's like, you know what, Eddie? I got to give it up to you. I'm going to give you Troy's horns. So they make this little like headband thing and screw it into Eddie's skull with the horns in it. And he's taking over a cubicle and... You know, he's going the whole nine yards. He's got the the polo, the pleated khakis. Um, Eddie goes to get his whip. And we find out that he is a vegan and he wants a non-animal whip. And the demon, who I think his name is Ben. I don't remember his name right off yet. I think he's more prominent in the fourth season. Um... That's when I really first noticed him was in the fourth season when I watched that. But I've noticed he was in a handful of season three episodes. Anyway, he says, I got deer hide, I got raw hide, I got cow hide. Do you not hear these names? I got a suede one. I believe that also comes from an animal. Eddie goes up to his, um, his new cubicle. They put his name on there. And one of the tortured is setting up his email with the password trader dollar sign sellout. And he sticks it, he uses a sticky note and puts it on the computer. And uh, Dizay comes up to him and he wants a fist bump. And Benji comes up and says something. And Eddie has a PTSD attack. He thinks, like in his mind, he's seeing Dizay and Benji as... Like like they're torturing him, like they've done. We also find out. I don't know if he had already said it. I think he did. But Eddie has been there since the seventies. There was another episode. Gosh, which one was it? I forget. But we find out that Gary has been in hell for ten years. I really forget when that came into play, but I thought I'd just throw it in, too, since we're talking about when people have been in hell. As the demons leave and Eddie gets up and he eventually leaves, Troy goes into the cubicle and quote-unquote hacks into Eddie's computer. He's got the password right there. There's not really much hacking to it. We see that Eddie's doing 3D men training. And like 3D, but demon after the D. Um, it's like these these two people are in the freezing cold, and they need to eat something to survive. What can they eat? And it's like they don't have a fire. They have blankets. There's like 
a couple logs around and Eddie says uh he, he presses on the baby blanket and it says you selected the baby good job he says no i i want it they they can eat the blanket <laughs> they get now now the way the th- the three demon training works is you're on this chair and you're pushed up and you got this like virtual reality helmet on uh they get eddie down from that and satan says hey i got an email from your computer and he reads the email and it's very obvious who wrote it it was troy he says i'm not strong like troy i'm weak like me because i am eddie you know it like phrasing like that so troy has to be punished um earlier in the episode eddie was given a trophy some lumen some instructions on how to insert it into troy so now Troy has to have that done to him. And he's begging Eddie, Eddie, please, I can't I can't do the butt stuff. I can't do the butt stuff. Please don't do this. And Eddie gives in. He says, Alright, fine, I won't do it this time. And Satan's right there, and Troy says, See Satan, I told you you couldn't do it. So it was all a setup. And Troy says, I can do the butt stuff, grabs a trophy, and shoves it up his own butt. Satan says, this is the wall of the damned. And we got to be quick. i got to have it back in a couple hours. Troy and Eddie, almost a Gary. Uh, Troy and Eddie are supposed to climb this wall and ring the bell. You can only use the two horns that are up for grabs to climb. And if you ring it in the shortest amount of time, you keep the horns. So Troy goes first, and Satan gives the other demons different kinds of guns, and says whoever knocks Troy off gets this bottle of water. So they're all shooting at him, he reaches the bell, and when he rings it, he has a hold of it, and he falls within his hand, he falls straight down to the ground, says okay, it's Eddie's turn, and he goes up to Troy's hand and rings the bell. Satan says, two seconds, a new record. Troy tries contesting. He says, no, 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 you can't do that. Well, Eddie goes through the uh, the demon-making car wash thing. He goes in, and it makes them all red, and he grows the horns, and he gets the uniform, and everything else. So he's now a full-fledged demon, not just a guy with a, like, a helmet on. And they're like, Eddie, you're a demon. Way to go, man. And then we have this, like, behind-the-scenes scene. And Eddie's like, I am not putting that red shit on again. (laughs) Everyone's like, we don't want to wear it either. So no one wants to wear the red paint. And Satan's like, you know, the stuff on the legs, the horns, this is all very heavy. Can't we do it all digitally? Can't we make the red digital? And they they come to terms with Eddie and the whole being painted thing. And he's like, hey, man, we got a call from Eddie's agent. Hey, Eddie doesn't want to do 
the, the paint thing anymore. So either he can be back to what he was, or he can be just a flesh-colored demon. And <laughs> so we get a one final scene. Eddie is back to being a tortured, and he's gloating about it. And Troy is a demon, and he's pissed off about it. And Satan comes up with fake horns and legs. The legs are going like all over the place. The the horns were like not even fully attached to the head. And it looks like someone just changed his skin tone in the computer to red. Like it looks so bad. He's like, I like this. Feels good. Feels right. And that's the end of Eddie the Demon. And my favorite scene for that was the wall challenge scene. Alright, Golden Fiddle Week. Most of us know the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Or some of us do, I shouldn't say most. Um, Devil Goes Down to Georgia, challenges guy to a fiddle contest. And if the guy wins, he gets a golden fiddle, basically. If the guy loses, the devil, the devil takes his soul. And that's the premise of this episode, except the demons are taking golden fiddles and challenging humans for their souls. And Gary thinks he has to play the fiddle. He's like, I don't know how to play the fiddle. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to keep this. And Claude says, No, just beat them at something, but this is the prize. Like William, he's an opera singer. He can challenge someone to opera singing, win, keep the fiddle, get the soul. And we see what the demons are up to. Gary says he's the best at roofing. Challenges some roofers to roof in a house. Uh, Dizay says he's the best at playing tennis between him and this other guy. Uh, Benji is a pedophile and wants to do pedophile things. I did not write it like that, but that's... It's going to come up in season four. He's a fucking pedophile. Uh, Troy is the best at tequila drinking and bar trivia. And it's just, you know, just a couple scenes cutting between the demons and, uh, you know, this is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And we see that Gary is back in hell and he's bragging to Satan. It's got his shirt off. He's covered in roofing tar. He's like, yeah, I challenged him to roofing. I was just uh, nailing some shingles to the roof, and they they got off the roof, took the ladder, and drove off, so I won. Satan says, you did the roofing on that house for free. You do realize that, Gary. Where's your fiddle at? Gary and Satan turn around, and they see that Gary's fiddle is gone. In fact, someone stole it. And Gary is panicking because Satan wants the fiddle back. Gary ends up seeing it in Troy's cubicle. He says, okay, I lost my fiddle at Bar Trivia to the sky. And I need your fiddle to get that one back. Troy and Gary go to this bar. And we meet this guy. Uh, Troy calls him Toad. His name is actually Todd. Todd Stodsky. 
and Troy bets Gary's fiddle, Gary's soul, and his own soul in exchange for the fiddle that he lost to Todd the night before. Or week before, whatever it was. There was no like real indicator of time. We see that Satan catches Gary and Troy trying to take their souls from the soul closet. So Satan takes Gary and Troy to the tree of knowledge. And he calls over Claude and Desay to eat the fruit to make them smarter about everything. So they can go win bar trivia and... Yeah. Get the souls, get the the fiddles. We see where this is going. The demons are sitting at the bar. Uh they nicknamed it well, Gary wanted to name themselves after the after the tree of knowledge, so he's like the fruity boys. Big grapes. Like big grapes, but little G big R big grapes. Troy says, I would turn our name in. It's Funnelingus. Because, you know, bar trivia's fun. would be funner if we got a little, you know. During the entire trivia session, questions about Michael Jackson. Well, it's actually about one of his albums. A uh, question about Elton John. question about Big Bird. Uh, the, there's, the four demons are eating all the fruit. And they're getting everything right. They're, they're neck and neck with Todd. And it comes down to the final question. Where did, I didn't write the question, I'm trying to do it from memory. Where did Satan stop Paul in the book of Thessalonians? Gary decides to phone a friend, call Satan, and Satan immediately hangs up. So they call him from Claude's phone, and he immediately answers. And he he's trying to get the question, you know, where did you stop Paul in the Bible? Paul rub a Bible. Where did you stop Paul? Paul who? Paul Simon? Paul McCartney? Paul from the Bible. You stopped him where? Oh, the Apostle Paul. Okay. Satan gives the answer. And Gary blurts it out. After time, though. He says, the answer is Thessalonica. And he says, we got it verbally. But you had to write it down. And Todd's like, I got it. <laughs> the the guy asking the questions, moderator, I guess, question asker. I don't I don't know. I've never been to bar trivia. Anyway, the guy asking the questions, he uh, he says, your team wrote down Bell team. Dizay's like, I wrote Bethlehem. So the demons lost. Because they had all the fruit and they had to phone a friend and they were late on getting the answer in and everything. So that means this was the bet. Two more souls, another fiddle, and declared supreme ruler of the underworld. Gary and Satan are walking through hell. And they go to Satan's office and Todd is sitting at Satan's desk. And he's being a big ass about it. He's got the golden fiddle. He's plucking the strings. He says, hey, get rid of this nameplate. My name's not Satan. It's Todd. <laughs> like He has this like really stupid, annoying laugh. And that's the end of Golden Fiddle Week. Now, I just want to point out that during the trivia, all four demons are eating a piece of fruit at every question. Had 
and I just realized this when I watched the episodes, had one demon eaten a piece of fruit that could have answered and saved their fruits for all the questions in one. Just, just saying, man. Uh, my favorite scene in that was the final trivia night with the demons eating the fruits and calling Satan and all that. This episode is called Lee. Um, before I kick into this, there are some, there are women in this episode, and it, and it's pretty obvious where they got the characters from. There's Reagan, who is like the girl from the Exorcist. Actually, her and the Exorcist, the girl's name was Reagan, and she looks like her, but she only says one thing, and I'll get to that later. There's Lee, who is like the girl from The Ring, I think. Pretty sure it's from The Ring. Never actually seen that movie. And I don't know, like I, like I just said, I've never seen The Ring. But her character in this doesn't actually have a face. And there's another woman who I am assuming is supposed to be like Lizzie Borden. I think that was it. Alright, so let's get into this. We see Benji is, has done a sexual harassment video on how to harass women in the workplace. Uh, he goes up to this female demon and he calls her sugar boobs and why don't you go get me some coffee because you don't need to be talking right now. Like, really like the opposite of what should be going on. It's very, very inappropriate. Satan hired some women to the team, and that's why they had to do sexual harassment training. And Satan has if anyone has any questions, William says, my teeth are falling out. Well, that's more of a statement, William, not a question. Claude gives a gift to a new girl, uh, a book of poetry with some flavored or colored condoms I don't know if the coloring means a flavor or not um she grabs his hand and is that what she does somehow she burns his hand and it's and then she looks at him and like sprays acid out of her face and he runs off screaming in pain. Uh, Dizay approaches a woman who looks like Lizzie Borden. He says some comment like, You need a chair? I'll just dust off my mustache. And she beheads him. Troy talks to the possessed girl. It looks like Reagan from The Exorcist. And she just says, Your mother sucks ding-dongs in hell. And Troy's like... <laughs> She is in hell. I think I'm going to give her a call and see what she's up to. Hopefully not that. <laughs> Gary goes to the pork wall. Oh, that that was something I was going to say. Damn it. In the, la in the Golden Fiddle episode, when they they first eat the devil fruit, or the, the fruit of the tree, almost said devil fruit. That's a One Piece reference. Uh, when they're eating the fruit of the tree, Gary's like, you're not the real Satan. But we knew that from earlier in the season. His name's actually Darren. Darren Foley. 
He's in charge of miscellaneous. And the guy that was in charge of gluttony is now in charge of hell. Anyway, back to Lee. The episode Lee. Gary steals pork from the pork wall that's being guarded by Muslims. And he he stuffs it in this big paper envelope. And he's walking back to his, his cubicle. And he sees the new girl, the one that uh, Claude approached. Uh, this happens to be Lee. And he's like, oh, well, nice seeing you. Bye. Like, he's the only one actually being, like, not offensive. And she keeps popping up. She, like, teleports. And it really starts freaking him out. And then she just pulls him in a cubicle, pulls his pants down, and has sex with him. He's like, wait, hold on a second. He pulls a copier in front of his cubicle, and they go back to having sex. Uh, Reagan gives a brief in the office room. Uh, all she says is, your mother sucks ding-dongs in hell. That's literally her only line multiple times throughout the episode. And Zane says, well, that's an update on what everyone's mothers are doing in hell. Thank you, Reagan. <laughs> then he addresses uh, some workplace romance because Lee whispers to Satan that Claude made a move on her. And then Claude tries to rat on Gary and Lee having sex in the cubicle. But Lee has like a hand or something come out of like her leg. I, I don't, I didn't really follow this. It's like she put her foot across to Claude and then like a hand grabbed his junk and burned it. And then William calls Lee a thing. Like, we're going to let that thing work here. And Gary beats up William. He's like, call her a thing again. Call her a thing again. Who wants some? Gary and Lee are in a cubicle and they're having really loud office sex. And then they go into a TV and they have loud TV sex in the office that everyone can still hear. So Gary tells Troy to put it on mute. Um, Gary is called to Satan's office because Troy rats, rats out, you know, Gary and Lee, they got a thing going on. And Gary basically stands up to Satan. He's like, we're in love. We're having an office romance. You know, we're, we're, we're dating. Satan's like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, what was it? He said he didn't care. And he had to say no workplace romance. For some stupid reason, like he had, like he had to say it, like some kind of like suit answer, like I I have to because they said I had to, kind of answer. But I'm not. I kind of want to go back and watch that part again, but it's not worth it. <laughs> it's really not worth it at this point. Um. Oh, this is why. Duh, stupid. Why don't you read your fucking notes? Um, he said no office romance because of the curse Lee has. Because if you have sex with Lee, you get elephantitis, elephantitis of the scrotum and testes. That's why he said no office romance. I'm an idiot. I don't read my notes. Well, 
carries back down in his um, cubicle, and Cloud reveals that Troy also has a TV. And we see that Troy also has swollen balls. So Gary goes to town just wailing on Troy's swollen balls. Troy reciprocates. And then we see that um, what, what was going on was Gary was inviting everybody to a barbecue and the TV. And then the whole uh, ball fight happened that's all they're doing is attacking each other's balls when gary goes into the tv to work things out with lee and satan shows up for the barbecue and he's he's got some big swollen balls too turns out gary is stuck in the tv in the tv portal his legs and balls are blocking the way in satan says oh man i made these fake balls just to mess with gary sits down on troy's and Gary is there with cooking food in the, in the halfway through the TV, and you know his upper half's in the TV burning food, and Lee says you're burning it, but she talks in whispers. Um, he says, "Why isn't anybody here?" Oh, because my legs and testicles are blocking the way in, and then everyone starts wailing on him. And he says, "You know what? I am burning the food." And my favorite scene in that was how when Gary and Troy fought, smacking each other's balls. Now, the thing about Lee is her face is like a blank face, but it has a vertical split for her mouth, and she spits out acid that way. And when she has sex, she just sits on top, and she just moves. She's like, like a huge blur. All right, this one is Hammerman. Satan tells Claude and Gary that suicides are down and they need to find this assisted suicide doctor to find out why. And this guy's name is Dr. McGibbion. There's a man surrounded by his family. He's he's ready to die. He's, he might have like cancer or something, so he wants the easy way out. And he says, oh yeah, spend all your time together. I'm just putting up these plastic shields like plastic wrap all over everything and Claude and Gary are outside watching and doctor goes out and sees them uh, apparently Claude made an appointment to see Dr. McGibbion and as the family's together a robot bursts through the wall he's saying the Lord's Prayer my father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name blah 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 however long that thing is hammerman goes in there he's a robot with hammers for hands he goes in there and he kills everybody with his hammers and there's blood everywhere the guy that was that actually wanted to die he's missing like half his head uh his wife is completely decapitated very very gruesome brutal scene scenery uh, Claude talks to the doctor. They go back to the doctor's office, and Claude's talking to the doctor. And Gary sees this cute girl in the doctor's office. Um, her name happens to be, I wrote it down somewhere, Jenny. She's, she's got this, like, 
bandage all over the top of her head like she just like had her head operated on and Gary's like man she's really cute and he he's he looks at this guy sitting across from her a young guy oxygen tank with tubes up his nose nice leather jacket and <laughs> he calls that guy out in the office takes his oxygen tank to turn into him And then he goes back in there and he's talking to her. We're going to see that uh, McGibbon is offering Claude some something to drink. Some kind of alcoholic beverage. And is flirting with him. And Hammerman sees this and he is, he is super jealous. And he becomes very upset with the doctor. Gary takes Jenny out to sin to guarantee she goes to hell. Because... When he goes back to hell, he wants to see her again. She's like, you've got the, the Leviticus list of sins, but you know I'm a Baptist. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want to go get a tattoo and go to a butterfly farm. See that hammer man is in, I think they're at the doctor's house now. I couldn't really make heads or tails of they're in the office. Now they're in a house. Um, Claude and McGibbon are talking. And Hammerman can see through walls. It's like x-ray vision but with thermal imaging. He's, like, he can see them. but what, And he sees their faces and their movements. But they look like they're like he's using thermal imaging for it. He's like like Hammerman goes in there. He's ready to kill the doctor. He's ready to kill Claude, although Claude's already dead. Claude's like we were just thinking about a threesome. Um, <laughs> now one thing I probably should have mentioned already was when they left the um. I don't know, I don't want to say victim, but, okay, the guy that was killed by the robot um, earlier in the episode, uh, they see him leave, McGibbon pats him on his butt, he put like a rubber butt on the back of uh, Hammerman, Claude says, uh, why'd you put a butt on Hammerman, that's where his vagina is, the vagina's in the butt, yeah, it is. <laughs> so anyway, they're Claude's trying to seduce the robot into a threesome, so they'd be having sex with his vagina, butt, butt vagina. I think butt vagina would would uh, be the correct phrasing there. The doctor had revealed the off switch is in Hammerman's left armpit. So Claude's like, if you want to be in a three-way, why don't you uh, lift those hands way up high? And he runs his finger across his TV, across Hammerman's TV screen face. And he's like, do I turn you on? Do I turn you off? And Hammerman catches his hand. Uh, Hammerman decides to leave. Because uh, it was all a farce. Uh, the doctor doesn't love him. He's actually planning to break up with him. 
and Claude was trying to literally turn him off. Now, we see that Jenny has got her tattoo, little mustache on the inside of her finger, so she can put it under her nose and say, Hello, Govna. And Gary tricks her into jerking off a goat. He says, uh, Yeah, you just gotta grab him and milk him. Him, I mean her, uh, it's kind of a long utter. Uh, she's like, okay, why is nothing coming out? He says, it might take up to 45 minutes. He says, I, She says, I didn't think anyone could love me looking like this. And he says, I didn't think anyone could love me looking like this. Pulls the tubes out of his nose and shows that he's actually a demon. And she freaks out. And he puts the, the nose thing, the those things back in and he's like i'm still hot i'm still hot see it's just a hallucination brought on by your brain cancer or some dumb shit but i have ovarian cancer and then hammerman comes through smacks her with a hammer and kills her and gary says what'd you do what are you doing he says my boyfriend left me i'm losing myself in my work and then he then hammerman commits suicide So we have a robot that literally killed itself. Back in hell, Claude tells Gary, you didn't have to trick her into touching a goat's penis to get her into hell. You could have just had her give you a blowjob. That's a sin? Big time. Even if you're married? Definitely. <laughs> and Satan tells him that Claude is right, and that tattoos are also sins. And he holds up his finger and says, Govna? So Gary's like, all right, things are coming up, Gary. Jenny, Jenny. And he goes around, there's a cubicle, and he's like, he finds Hammerman. He says, and Hammerman has a tattoo of, the, of, a, of a mustache. And he says, hello, Govna, in his robot voice. And Gary says, robots don't have souls. And that's the end of Hammerman. And the end part with the robots don't have souls was my absolute favorite part of that. This one is called Snow Job. Uh, Screech, aka Dustin Diamond, uh, from Saved by the Bell. He is in prison and gets killed. He he goes to hell and he shows up on a sitcom set. And Gary shows up too as like the neighbor. Um, I'm gonna call him Squeak because that's all they call him in in that in the show. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Um, Squeak is on set and he's like, I don't know who this kid is. And this woman comes through. She's like, That's your son Levi. And he's like, I don't know who you. I don't know any of you people. And the kid Levi, he's like. I got some drums. He, she says, yeah, he used his lemonade stand money, bought some drums. He's banging away at the drums. And she's like, let me show you how it's done, Levi. And she does it too. And then Gary comes in as the neighbor. And he, he's like, I call that one noise complaint. <laughs> and him and Squeak go outside. And he's like, you're in hell. You're on a sitcom. In hell. You died. <laughs> Explains everything to him. Okay, so in prison, he's called Shriek, Shrek, and Squeak. He says, 
the name was Screech, actually. And he make like, the guy wants a joke, and he makes a joke about how he's getting out and in a day, and the other guy's got six years for possession of marijuana. So the guy stabs him and kills him. And he's like, all right, so Squeak. He goes, my name was Screech on, on that TV show. He goes, it's Squeak because Satan thinks it's Squeak. So that's why I'm calling him Squeak. Um, we see that it's snowing on the sitcom. And, like, it's snowing inside the sitcom house. You know, just the stage. Um, different sets. It's uh, It's actually snowing through all of hell. And Squeak is in his new clothes and pants, a Hawaiian shirt, and he yells, Razzleberries! I just realized I didn't say something during the fiddle episode. I'm out of it this time. Um, when Troy took Gary's fiddle, he says, You diddled my fiddle. <laughs> that's kind of how, that's how I came up with this, uh, episode title is you know squeaks razzleberries and you diddled my fiddle <laughs> which behind the scenes that's kind of how i do things i take something i think is it's funny and i throw it on there or clever or just something from what i just watched so we find out squeaks catchphrase is razzleberries and gary tries to make a boob farts his Every time he hear raspberries, he goes, boob farts, boob farts, boob farts. We see that the demons are supporting characters for this show, and they all go to the bowling alley, and Squeak's like, I'm going to kill myself. Gary says, don't do that. We've tried thousands of times, tens of thousands of times. It doesn't work. Satan and Claude are in the office, and he's like, got to figure out what's going on. And they're going around, they go to the Diarrhea Lagoon, and it's frozen over. And we see that the laugh track is going throughout hell, along with the snow that started on the sitcom. So I, I wrote this, sitcom is spreading through hell. Satan tells Gary, he they're in Satan's office, he tells Gary he needs a child's eyes to reverse the snow and satan says i'm not gonna do it you do it and or no, no no that wasn't it gary told squeak to do it squeak didn't do it and he said he couldn't so gary does he acts like he's blind he says he's the best drummer in the world and he tells uh, levi Hey, why don't you look at my magic drumsticks? Keep those eyes wide open. They're actually melon ballers. And he scooped out the boy's eyes, took him to Satan. And, like, what? where you hear the laugh track, it is now not the laugh track. It's like the, oh, boy, this guy again. Kind of bummed out audience track. Satan sees a thermostat in his office, and he says, oh, someone must have nudged it from boiling hot to snowing. Make some jokes. It's cold day in hell. Uh, 
electric roof through the bill or electric bill through the roof. Why did I say it the other way around? And once everything's fixed, Satan goes to the sitcom set and he's like, hey, I just greenlit your show for a thousand seasons. And Satan and Squeak jump up and they yell, Razzleberries! And they freeze in air. And Satan's like, no, I'm just screwing with you. I canceled it. So Squeak is stuck in his jumping pose position. They take him to the uh, the cubicles and they've drawn everything drawn on him with markers, and Dizay says, Yo, Gary, is that your penis on his forehead? Yeah, to scale. Oh, man. And that's the end of Snowjob. My favorite scene was when Squeak first went on the sitcom set. He's like, I don't know any of you. Who are you? What are you doing here? I'm in hell? Really? This one is called The Damned, and this is the season three finale. There's a lot of Nazi talk in this one, so just be warned. Gary and Benji are at the sorting area, and they're arguing about the Land Before Time movies. Benji says the fifth one's the best. Gary says the third one's the best. There's no souls coming in. Claude comes in, and he's like, Benji, you're right. The fifth one is the best. Uh, Gary, you're standing around for three hours. You don't come get a supervisor? No. Claude looks up in the chute and says, oh, there's some kind of a blockage. Gary and Claude go up top, and they find out there's a giant beaver dam blocking the river Styx. So the souls go through the river, they hit this chute, and they go down, and they get sorted, and become demon or tortured. We see that Dr. Mangala has amassed an army of beavers, and he needs the beavers. That's not really a German accent. I suck at doing accents, so I'm not even going to try. For those that do not know, Dr. Mangala was a Nazi scientist slash doctor. I know he did a lot of like experimentation on the Jewish during World War II. And I think he is the same doctor from the episode where Gary had a baby. I'm not sure, though. Um, Dr. Mangala says he needs the beavers, and he he gives Gary chloroform. And he took Gary's head and put on a beaver body, and took the beaver's head and put it on Gary's body. So when I say Gary's head, I mean Gary's head on the beaver body. And when I say beaver's head, I mean beaver's head on Gary's body. We see that the doctor is spraying Gary head with some kind of pheromone. He goes, it's just beaver piss. He says, now get in there and shake it like the beavers like and let them lure them out here. So we see that the beavers are chasing Gary and Dr. Mangala is cloning Hitler there are parts like a nose an eye an ear on the backs of the beavers Claude leaves and he sees a giant Hitler robot um, called the Schadenfuhrer he says I'm, I'm not going to tell Satan what you're up to Dr. Mangala saying this is what Dr. Mangala is up to we should have 
we should expect this from Claude anyway. I mean, it's what he does. See that clone Hitler has like four or five arms. He's got, you know, his regular arms, one in his chest, one in his back. I think another on his side. Gary's like, I may be wrong, but I think Hitler only had two arms. I had some spares. He also has ten testicles. Mengele uh, has clone Hitler control the Schadenfuhrer, and he doesn't really do anything. I think he walks into some kind of, like, lake or something. Some, like, acid lake or lava lake. And Mengele takes over and goes over to Satan's office, that, that demon statue that has, like, fire, lava, diarrhea. Um... He says, here's my list of demands. I think I just did it. I think I just did an accent. I'm excited for myself. Satan looks at him and goes, bow down to the Fuhrer. Uh, yes, and those movie discs with the women defecating on the man. Yeah, we can get you some of those. Hitler's trying to walk into the office, and Mangala's like, here, let me help you. Grabs the arm and... Clone Hitler's chest and it rips off and Clone Hitler falls into the brand new acid fountain that Satan had put in. Mangle's like, whoa, what? No, this can't be happening. And Hitler click, uh, kicks over the shot in Fuhrer. And Satan brings in the real Hitler to see Dr. Mangala. And he looks like uh, like, a, like Zac Efron with an older face, a Hitler stash, and some kind of stupid hipster haircut. Where it's like long, but it like pushes it up into like a mohawk looking thing. I don't I I don't know what kind of hairstyle that is. I was literally thinking Zach Efron hipster douchebag. Literally what I was thinking. Um Hitler tells Mangla that he is no longer that man, he is rebranding himself. And Claude shoots Hitler, and he keeps shooting. Satan and Gary are like, hey, we're good, stop shooting. Gary's like, beaver powers, go. There was a small scene where they talk about beaver head. Um, he's filling up a cubicle with random stuff. I, he took Benji's uh, three-hole punch, and he's like, hey, give me that back, it's mine. And this thing, like, it's crawling around, then stands up on the knee, on Gary's body's knees, and lets out this, like, beaver roar? Like, it wasn't a growl, it was just, like, like, it was trying to, like, roar like a lion. Alright, so, after that, after all that stuff that happened, there's a meeting, and Satan puts Beaverhead in charge of Gary Head. He says, all he does is stack shit all day. He gets stuff done, Gary. Mangala comes in and apologizes for everything. The cloning of Hitler, the shot in the Fuhrer. And he brings gifts of candles made from tallow and soap for the shower. One of the demons first like says, I never noticed those shower heads in this room before. And this like green smoke comes pouring out of them. And Satan's like, 
those were never here before. Mangala, and he's like pounding on the door because they all got locked into the office. You see, Mangala is leading a beaver army with a Satan clone. And that's the end of The Damned. That's the end of season three. And my favorite scene was when Mangala is defeated in Satan's office. All right. Trying to think here. A lot of this stuff I kind of do on the fly. You can find the show on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can email me, epsoftv at gmail.com. There is a new Discord. The link is in the episode description. If you want to talk with me, you want to talk with other listeners, um, join the Discord. We can chat. It's all cool. Next time, I'm going to be starting Season 4 with the episodes The Flip, The Poor Horseman of the Apocalypse. I always forget how to say this. OM, OMG Ouija. OMG Ouija. I forget. Uh, the High Heel, The Party Hole, and Trial by Gary. Yeah, that's it for Season 3. It's in the books. Um, season 4 is the last season that I know of. I haven't seen anything of it being renewed for Season 5. I also have not seen anything of it being canceled. So I'll move on to the next series after Season 4. And if there's a season five, I will revisit it. That's the best I can do. Thanks for listening. It's appreciated. Um, I did uh, Hubie Halloween as a special episode. Uh, I've seen that a lot of people are listening to it. Um, I want to do more stuff like that. I want to get somebody else on here to get banter. Um, Which is why I pushed the guest co-host thing so you're not just listening to me ramble on so it's not only my benefit but it's listener benefit as well mostly listener benefit this one comes out in december so thanksgiving's already happened um i should be starting the new the next series in march can't really think of anything else Like I said earlier, I started Discord so we can all talk. Listeners, me. Uh, There's a... I used Discord back in the summer and then I got rid of it and then I got it back again. Uh, That was for something different though. The link is to the server. And I have three channels. General, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, and Ed and Eddie. So if you want to talk about things... Just go to the right channel, I guess. I'm not overly familiar with Discord, so I don't know what to tell you about that, except the more I use it, the more I'll learn. But I'm not really using it right now. I'm the only one on it. Um, I don't know. Have a happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Happy New Year. I'll see you in the new year. 
with the first half of season four cover or yeah i'll be covering the first half of season four again you can find the podcast on anchor apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public and stitcher you can email me at epsoftv at gmail.com and you can also talk to me and other listeners at the discord the link is in the episode description and remember, I will be covering episodes The Flip, The Poor Horseman of the Apocalypse, O.M. Ouija, The High Heel, The Party Hole, and Trial by Gary on the next episodes of television.